Welcome to WDW for Families, the original family-friendly trip planning podcast, helping you plan your Disney vacation for over five years. All right, welcome to WDW for Families, and welcome to Season 6. That's what we've kind of landed on. This is our sixth season, our sixth year of recording, and it is it's September. <laughs> we've yes we have been away from you for quite some time but we haven't technically been away we actually have shows over the summer <laughs> we just never posted them so you will find on our feed that shelby say hello shelby hey everyone <laughs> shelby is going to release all of those shows that we've done that are probably some maybe out of date but we're going to download them anyways yeah it we recorded, we talked about some things that I will probably edit out so you won't even hear them. Oh, okay. But uh, it'll be fun to listen to anyways. And for those of you that have been have been thinking all summer long, man, where are those awesome WDW for families <laughs> folks? Well, here we are. Yeah. Dropping, it's going to be four episodes. Feel free to binge soon. listen. Yeah. yeah. Just as much so, as you want. So I'm here with Randy. Hi. Randy's returned for season six. Uh, Shelby is here, as you've heard. Yes. <laughs> and I think and Jesse has also spoken. Hey. Jesse is here, and Stephanie's here. Yes, they uh, chose to renew my contract, <laughs> so I'm back. That's exciting. So the whole yeah. crew is here, and we're glad to be back. We so we good. really got so busy, and so our, we kind of just decided, hey, you know, summer just doesn't work for our schedules, so we're going to... In order to save the podcast, in order to keep doing the podcast, I think what we just have decided is we're just going to take summers off and try to maybe record a show or two to record, to play over the summer. But for the most part, our lives are just too hectic in the summer for us to be able to get together because we're all coming from different cities and different areas and meeting up together. But, man, it's good to be back, and it's good to talk about our favorite subject. And first of all, we're going to talk about Universal. I like it. <laughs> just thought it was kind of a weird. I, I thought that would be funnier. Like we're we're finally back, and we're going to talk, talk about, about Walt Disney World Universal. But we're going to actually have park. a Universal show. But first, before we do that, it has been a long time since we've convened together. I want to just ask a couple of questions. First of all, give me one thing that has changed drastically in your life. Think about it. Okay, since. We've aired a podcast. And number two, give me an update on your latest trip because I think all of us have been to Disney since our recording. I have not been you, to Disney you've World. You've not, Randy? No, I've not been to Disney World, no. I don't think I have actually either. Now that I say <laughs> because it's, we have. Yeah, well, we it's, been been. A, it's been a while since I've been. I'm going in on Saturday. But we've we've been... You, why you've been to Disneyland Europe? Yes, but you didn't say that. You said Disney World. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to have Any a Disneyland Disney. Europe show. Paris. Yeah, yeah. Disneyland Paris. That's going to drop in October because two of us will have been there then. Yes. All right, uh, Stephanie, you've been because you're like you like live there. I have actually not. What not are you Disney World this summer? I just does. I, I know. Should we even have a podcast if Wait we don't go anymore? Wait a second. What? You guys the la- let's let's clarify. Okay. Maybe y'all haven't been since we last recorded a show, but since we last aired a show, <laughs> I think that Maybe I think that might have. be a different story. When when, 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 when was, was your last visit, Stephanie? 
Uh, spring Break. All right. Oh, and your okay. last I'm visit, wrong. Tom? Never mind. Uh, we were at Universal Spring Break, but not Disney. Okay. And my last visit was Thanksgiving of last year. Wow. Oh, wow. I know. And I'm what? not going again until Thanksgiving. But you've okay. been to other Disney parks. Yeah. I mean, you've been to Disneyland and Paris. Disney Paris since then. Not, not land, just Paris. Oh, I thought. Okay. Yeah. Breaking Anyways, news. Yada, yada. The WDW for Families podcast no longer goes to Disney World. Apparently <laughs> <not>. <laughs> We do, too. <laughs> We've got uh, next uh, next year is going to be a very Disney year for me. I've got my next four trips yes. planned. If that helps, I'm, uh, yeah. yeah. Next year See, will be a very Disney trip. And this Disney is our trip. big year. This is our. We've been three times this year, so that's that's been a big. That's a lot. Big for us. That's yeah, a lot. that's the thing. Yeah. I feel like mine are coming. Yeah. Yes, mine are coming. I just it was a little bit of a drought for the summer. The fall and the the fall and the winter is Disney season for us because mm-hmm. we always go twice Same. in the fall and we always go once in the winter. So. Those are coming up, and we've got some big decisions to make for next year, exciting decisions. We'll be at Disneyland Paris probably by the time this airs, so uh, I'm excited about that. I I am uh, trepidatiously excited about that because we've never been. We're planning a trip for next summer to stay at a cabin at Fort Wilderness. Oh, yeah. yeah, That's exciting. That'll be good. And that we're going to do a Fort Wilderness show then because then both of us will have done. That's awesome. (laughs) Uh, We're giving Brock the option because next year is his senior year in high school. And we're saying, Brock, you've got this is your last family trip that I'm paying for. (laughs) Brock, you've got the choice. You can go on a Disney cruise. You can go to Disneyland and we'll stay at the Disneyland Hotel, or you can stay 10 days at Fort Wilderness. I guarantee you we're going to Fort Wilderness. Because the other ones are much shorter than 10 days. Well, and and because he can't drive a golf cart. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Which is hilarious because he drives an actual car now. But still, anyway. Something about a golf cart. There is something about a golf cart. Well, Corings, tell us about your last trip to Disney. Yeah, so we just got back (laughs) a couple weeks ago. It was a different trip than we've ever done mm-hmm. because we're similar in that I go, we don't we just don't go in the summer. It's hot uh, in the in recent years it's been pretty crowded, but we got a uh, we got a good promotion to be able to go right before Galaxy's Edge opened, and so we kind of jumped on it since we have season passes uh, and. But I mean, it was like 105, so it was, it was toasty, um, which is uncomfortable with three children. Um, I know one person at this table who would not go. Nope. Yeah, Andy's. <laughs> I think Randy, you know too. <laughs> Randy is a, nope. Randy's an AC guy. Yes, <laughs> I am an AC guy. <laughs> Don't remember. I'm catching you up on <laughs> what kind of guy I am. What, what kind of guy, guy Randy? Wait, is. No one knows. He's an <laughs> right. AC pool kind of guy. Yes. Yeah. And covering <laughs> coverings over all the walkways. Just but anyway. we we did it like I said, we did it different because it was gonna be so hot, we decided to get uh passes to the water parks. Nice. And so every morning, well, I guess four out of six mornings, we just slept in until our kids woke up, which was about eight thirty or nine every day, got ready and got to the water park by about the time that it opened, which is ten. And uh we stayed there until uh, really until our fat first fast pass was happening at whatever park we were going to that day. Usually between 2 and 3 in the afternoon. So we tried to stay in the water parks during the hottest part of the day. Um, and then we hopped over, did our fast passes, rode whatever else we could, ate dinner, and then rode more when the crowds left. That's a really fun idea. It yeah. worked Did you awesome. find the water parks to be crowded? No. You know, I, it wasn't. They weren't. No, it, um, not at all. Hey, let's save that because now that we've all, except Stephanie, been to water parks – 
We'll do a Blizzard Beach Typhoon Lagoon show too. Oh yeah, absolutely. We got lots of good info. So you, you, got, but it worked you went great. to both. Oh yeah, we did. And I know we're gonna have a show, but do you have a, do you have oh, a preference? Don't reveal it. Don't well, no, no, we can't, no, no. Oh, we can no, hold it. Don't. We can hold it. Hold I on. I do to have it. a preference, but I'll keep. You it. can okay. mouth it to Randy right now. Oh wow! No, no, no. no don't. But I'm yeah. I mean, get excited, everybody. Remind me how old your kids are, though. Don't. Two, four, and six. Why, I, what? Right. Anyway. Two, four, six. Two, four, All right. Six. So, hmm, hey. Interesting. It has been a, a long time since we've gotten to talk about Disney, so let's settle back in our chairs and talk a little about Universal Studios. <laughs> so, um, that was well delivered. Most people who go to Disney World absolutely go to Disney World to experience Magic Kingdom. But there is a misnomer in the world at large that Harry Potter Harry Potter Harry Potter <laughs> is a part of the uh Disney experience. I think some people actually think Harry Potter is a Disney uh product, but it's not. It's a part of Universal. Stephanie, how many what percentage of your clients ask about Harry Potter? Um probably like in thinking that it's a Disney Yeah, thinking that a it's Disney a Disney. Park? Oh, probably like Forty percent. And how many just general clients want to go to Harry Potter, even though they know it's universal? you know actually it's pretty high. That's a pretty high percentage, mm-hmm. and I I think part of it is just because they know this is another major park, or right. they've heard things about it. Um, you know, and a lot of times I'll get people with kiddos that are like two, four, and six. And they're like, yes, we want to do all of Disney and all of Universal. Mm-mm. And I have to kind of say, <laughs> okay, well, let me let me explain to you Universal and kind of its overall concept. And then see if you still want to do it. So, um, anyway, it's, it's kind of crazy. But a lot of people do want to do both. And a lot of people think, oh, we can do all of it. We can do all of Universal and all of Disney in like a five-day yeah. time. <laughs> And there again, it's no. not not possible. <laughs> that is impossible. Well, and I think people, many people are planning this trip thinking this is their Orlando trip. This mm-hmm. is the only one they'll ever take. And it just doesn't have to be that way. You you can go to a Disney trip and do an Orlando, um, a, 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 a Universal trip later. Or take a multiple, right? You can do Disney, trip, Disney trips twice mm-hmm. in your kids' lives. It doesn't have to be just the one trip. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a couple of things I love a universal trip for. Um, one thing that, in fact, just popped up today. I have a client who's like, well, we have nothing planned for fall break. And fall break is, you know, a month away. Exactly. Um, and they're like, what, what's our best option? Do we go to Disney? Um, and I, they have, um, well, for example, they were going to just take one of their kids who's 10. And she is into intense rides. And I said, I think your best bet right now is universal and getting express passes. So that's what I did. I planned her trip today, booked her for that. And then she said, well, we want a little taste of Disney. So it was perfect. So I said, okay, how about Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party? Mm -hmm. So we added that on, but she's staying on site at Universal. Um, And what I'm trying to say is that's one of those situations where I would go – I would say let's let's lean towards Universal, staying on site there, and it's a short time period, so you can They're get not spending a week. It's, it's not right. one of those fall breaks. It's a whole week. No, it's like a it's like a weekend with a couple of days added on, right. basically. Um, so it gives you enough time to f- fly there, 
do some stuff, and then fly back home. I will say, how many days, you know, we've talked about this with Disneyland before. You can sufficiently do Disneyland three or four days. And and four is probably stretching it. The one out in California. Right. (laughs) Disneyland, California. Universal is kind of the same deal. You can get everything done in three or four days at Universal. And and that's stretching it. We when we go, I to think Universal, you can do everything in two days. Yeah, in two days in Universal. If it, it kind of de- honestly depends. If you have the express passes, mm-hmm. that sure surely helps everything. Because I would say definitely, if you have those, you got a couple of days and you can knock out everything. Um, and then certain rides that you want to do over and over again, you can do with those express passes. But let's say you don't have the express passes, I would allow three days. Okay. To do it. Yeah. I just I think that depends on the time of year, as we've True. talked about before. Because I, yeah. every time I've been to Universal, I've, we've never had any trouble. In fact, we went in June, July, this this last time we went, and it just had no problems with lines, really. I mean, the longest lines we had were maybe 40 minutes, and it was for King Kong and the Skull Island, which I thought was kind of odd that that was the longest line we saw. But it it's, was, it's a good ride. I guess newer ride. It's the newest yeah. ride, yeah. Yeah, I think that if you if you're willing to miss all the things in Doctor Seuss Land, right? If you're willing, which <laughs> I am, <probably>. sure. <laughs> and and you're if you're not willing to ride one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish, yeah, no. And, and if and if you don't want to be soaked in a in a wet ride, right? Oh, then gosh. then yes, then you can ride the rest of them probably in two days. Not, not that those are that big of rides, but I'm just saying if you're willing to cut out certain elements of the park. And and make your trip about it's a Harry Potter trip, plus we'll ride a few other rides. Mm-hmm. Like if if you're willing to do it that, then I think you can definitely get that part done in two days. Okay, well let's break this down before we just kind of go down a path and wander off into the woods. Let's let's get a little bit of an outline going here. So what we want to talk about with Randy is is the cost of the of the the parks and how much you're going to pay, and somewhat in comparison to Disney. And then with Stephanie, we're going to talk about hey where. Where would you stay? You know, we all we talk a lot about Disney hotels, and I think everyone's pretty familiar with with the Disney hotel system, but not the Universal system. Then we're going to talk about the two different parks and the difference differences between Islands of Adventure and the regular Universal Studios. So, Randy, give us a little bit of information on pricing well you know that disney has the hopper ticket right so you can go from multiple parks in one day or you can just do one park one day um so orlando or universal studios does something similar so that one park one day you're just going to do one thing you're going to be in that one park all day and that's all you want to do and you want to stay the, the cheap trip and this is the add-on right so th- then it's like 115 per adult Okay. When I say add-on, what I mean is we get people who say, hey, I'm going to Disney World, but I want to hop over to Universal for a day. And they don't realize that one more day on their Disney ticket is like 10 bucks a head or 12 bucks a head. And one more, you know, one trip over to Universal is going to be $115 a head, <laughs> right? So one park, one day, 115 it's 5 bucks cheaper if you're a child, uh, ages 3 to 9. If you want two parks in the same day, it's going to add 55 bucks. So it's, excuse me, 65 no, 55. So it's 170 per adult and 165 for the kid. That is getting two parks in one day. That is not cheap. Do you have something to add? Okay, sorry. I do have a question based yes. on that. Okay, we have told our listeners for a while that the park hopper is not worth it unless 
there are certain conditions. Certain mm-hmm. conditions, it is worth it. But yep. m- for the most part, it's not worth paying the extra money for the hopper. What about at Universal? Because there is an element to Universal yes. that's different than Disney. So most people I know who are going to Universal, it's about Harry Potter. Correct. I, mm-hmm. I told if I had, went to lunch with somebody today, they're going to Universal this next year, and I, you know, I said they, they said, "Is it worth it?" I said, "It's all about Harry Potter." If you if you love Harry Potter, you'll love it. If your kids love it, um, but there's a Harry Potter section in Universal Studios, and there's another section in Islands of Adventure. And so, if you want the whole Harry Potter experience, you're going to have to get both parks. And then, to your point, there's the train. Correct. Okay, the Harry Potter Mogul Express. The Hogwarts, Hogwarts Express. There you go. <laughs> I've never read a book. I've never seen the movie. You're oh, not a Harry Potter guy. So but, yeah, we've covered that but before. L- let's face it; he didn't see any of the Avengers movies. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so there's that. There's that. I haven't seen any of those. So, but anyway, so he's too busy watching Cinderella too. To <laughs> if you want to ride the train from one park to the other, you have to have the Hopper ticket. It's the only way. So now you can go on two different days and see the part, the Harry Potter part in one, and then the Harry Potter part in the other the second day. But if you want to ride the train gotta have a hopper that's and dirty let's just face it, it. Is dirty. this is where they got you yep. okay so not only that but like let's say you just bought one park ticket and then you've got little johnny and he's like but mommy i really want to ride the hogwarts express well guess what there's a ticket booth right there <gasps> to sell so you the upgrade they will say to you you only have one park ticket but for x amount of dollars for we'll upgrade you and little Johnny can go ride the Hogwarts Express. So they've got it. I wow. mean, they know what they're doing. That is that is oh. super dirty. <laughs> yeah. Let me just okay. So it's you've the done muggles. It. The you've, muggles. You've ridden the Hogwarts Express. Oh, I rode the train. I've ridden it several times. You've, yeah. You've also done both, both ways too. coming yeah. and the, going. The best way is from what to what? Oh, I don't Hollywood know. Hollywood really Studios. It's from the studios to the islands. Wait, that's, that's the that's train goes from Hollywood Studios? No. I, I, I don't know. Way. I mean, they're both different. Well, the but... the one with the Dementors. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> well, but, but I, we, we rode it each way. We rode round trips to make sure we got both coming. Randy, what's a, what's a Dementor? I don't know. Bad guy? Bad guy? Oh, oh bad guess. Uh, I know what a demogorgon is, but that's not oh, gosh. Uh, you watch Stranger Things? I did. I, I sat and watched them all things like it. That's the most so shocking are, thing I've heard tonight. You're a stranger are you a Stranger Things guy? guy? I kind of am. Oh, wow. I really enjoyed it. I kinda, I'm kind of glad so you funny. are. Good. I really enjoyed it. But that's another thing. Randy, you're beat red right now. I am. I'm hot. <laughs> uh, the other thing I should add is they have their own water park, the Volcano Bay. And a ticket to that is $80 per person. That's pretty new. Am I correct? It is new. Mm-hmm. It just came out two years ago, I think, or two summers ago. So it's, uh, it is new. Now, if we want to go to two-day tickets, right, then they start to get a little cheaper in three days and on and on and on. And you can add the Volcano Bay in with your park ticket, and then it's only an extra $65 instead of the full 80 or something like so that. So compared to Disney, what would you say to somebody? Pricing? It's, yeah. about, it's comparable. Yeah, it's comparable. It's close. Disney's gone to their uh, day, you know, pricing where each day is a different price, uh, so it's tough to compare. But they're they're very similar. I think Stephanie wants to chime. Well, in. I think I don't know. Shelby has something. The ho- the Hopper Pass at Disney versus being able to go back and forth. What's the what's the price difference there? That's 
uh, to add a hopper at Disney, I do not remember. Disney's more expensive. Yeah. Disney is more yeah, expensive. Disney is definitely more expensive. But remember, all your I mean, you're getting to go to two parks in the same day, right? So you're obviously getting that. But sure. it's it's about the train ride. That's so well, when, when we went, we bought the park hopper so we could ride the train. And let me just say this about Universal: if you only have a day, you mm-hmm. can do it. And if you have the hoppers, you can experience all the big rides in one day. You're not certainly miss all of Harry Potter. You can do all of Harry Potter. Well, you, I, I'm pretty certain, unless the crowds are above average. Again, yeah. it goes back to your earlier statement. Depending on the time of right, year you right, go, right, right. But, but ideally, you could. Um, I have Keep like going. 50 bazillion things like popping in my well, brain. That's going to be. But a long I'm going to have to choose one. It is. But what I was going to say <laughs> is. Um, well, I think when you talk about cost, you have to also bring up express passes versus fast pass situation. Right, tell us about that. So at Disney, you know, everybody, each person gets three fast passes per day to start. Um, you can't buy more even if you wanted. No, and that's not a cost. That's this funny thing, too, that people will say, I want this, this, and I want the the fast passes. And I'm like, okay. I'll get you those fast passes. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to throw those in free. 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 <laughs> but only for you. No, okay. but anyway. So, and then we all know that you can add on more. Um, you know, you can do the rolling fast pass once you've used up your first three. Um, so, Universal's is totally different. Um, there's this called Express Pass. And basically, you pay extra for that luxury. Either you stay at one of their top three hotels and you get that free. Or you pay and add it onto your ticket. And again, I can't give you an exact cost because it varies according to the time of year um, and the season. You know, they'll have value pricing and then it'll go up. Um, roughly for value pricing, the Express Pass is about $100 a person. Wow. Um, it's about the same as... T- the ticket costs October nineteenth. I don't. Uh, when is fall break this year? The twelfth. It's the ours is ninth, tenth. Gotcha. Is so that, that's that, that Saturday is the twelfth, yes. and a two park Universal Unlimited Pass. Uh, with this, this, yeah, uh, skip the line. Blah blah blah. One hundred and seventy dollars. Well, right. and see the thing about it is, is what she said. What Stephanie said was that the the high the. Three of the hotels that are Universal Hotels will give you that for free if you stay there. Now, how right. pricey are those hotels? I'll tell you that in a sec. But first, I, ha- I feel like I have to mention, too, yep. the other difference is that this is not like Disney's you ride at one time express pass. So, yes, you are paying extra, but you are like VIP, basically. You walk on most of the time you walk on. And, like, if your kid loves it, a certain ride, you can go back on it versus the fast passes, and you're yeah. like, I'm sorry. Yes, I know you really want to ride, um, you know, whatever again, but you can't. We have to either wait in line or try to get a fast pass. Yeah. So um, it's it's unlimited, and, and that's a huge benefit. It is drastically different. I mean, it, as somebody who hasn't had the express pass, and you're in line, and you're at the front of the Rip Roaring Rocket, and you're standing there, and they just let a sea of Express Pass mm-hmm. people in front of you. And you just keep watching them go by. And you're like, I wish I had that. Yeah. But I'm not going to spend 100 bucks. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah, I was going to say. So if, if it's $120, let's say, a head just for that add-on, like not including your parking ticket, just that Express Pass, is it worth it? That's the question. Is it worth it? I think Stephanie would say yes in a busy time of year. But 
I also well, think. Let's, let's yeah, she will say. I will this. say okay. that I will never go without the express pass. Whoa! I have done it with, and I've done it without, and I would never go again without it. Does buying the express pass let you buy fewer days to the park? Is it, is it let you achieve your objectives in two days instead of three, and therefore you need less park tickets? Yes. So maybe because you're going to get every you're going to get your stuff done. Now I want to touch back on what Jesse said. So this top three hotels, which we'll go over the hotels in a bit, but Portofino, Hard Rock and Royal Pacific, they're included. So a lot of times um, people want to book a value and add on the express passes. But often um, it's a way better value to book the deluxe hotel where they're included and I, I can show them and say, look, um, you know, you can stay at this deluxe property and get the express passes free for basically the same cost as you are adding on to the value um, resort. So if that makes sense, a lot of times it's way better to just book that on-site nicer deluxe property. Give us a round. I know you're going to get there, but go ahead and give us a ballpark figure on those higher-end hotels. Um, it's hard, it's hard to say because I mean, it very so often. Are we talking, are we talking poly or are we talking, you know, like, are you talking about cost wise yeah, or yeah, like is it 500, or 500? Um, is it comparable to a moderate Disney or a- the deluxes <clears throat> are going to run a, approximately four or 500. Wow. But, a night. but, but if you would have paid $120 a head for your thing, that's. $480 for my family of four, like it's the same price as just staying in the room, right? Right. Well, and here's the another added benefit that people don't always think about. Let's say you're go- you know you're going to do two park days. Um, well, if you stay at one of those properties where you get the express pass, you can get it on the front end, like you can get check it in. check in and then you spend one night and you can still get it the next day. That's not a pretty good strategy. So it's kind of, you know, like, it makes sense. Um, a lot of times local Florida people will do that just because they're like, well, I can stay there cheaper and get the express pass. So That's not a bad idea. And if you're going to do it on the back end of your Disney trip or the front end of your Disney trip, you could, you know. Well, you could nice. expect to pay about, you know, family of four. You're still looking at about $900 there because you're looking at $400 for your tickets to the park. One day ticket, right? And then you're looking at, you know, a hundred dollars, four hundred dollars for the hotel, five hundred dollars for the hotel. Yeah. So it's still going to be you're at at nine hundred, but mm. you know that's not what I'll tell you. Hard. When we went, which was a few years ago, we stayed at Cabana Bay, and what what we did is we spent a lot of times they'll run deals where your third day is free or your third day is twenty dollars or your third day, you know, is is not that much more. So we did the three day ticket. There and then did not buy the, the the express pass because we thought, well, we'll just pick up whatever we miss on the third day. And it worked well with us, and we stayed at the cheaper hotel that way, which was well-themed, and it was it was fairly new at the time, and it was nice. Mm-hmm. Let's go over those Universal Hotels. How many of them are there? Well, I haven't, I don't, I haven't counted up the total, but they <laughs> actually just very, very recently have built two new what they are calling value resorts. Um, and they are, but what's they're called Surfside Inn and Suites and Dockside Inn and Suites. Um, and so Dockside is not finished yet. Um, it won't open till I think late May, 2020. 
Um, but Surfside will be open. Um, it's actually open now. I'm sorry, correcting myself. That's all right. Um, but um, the difference between these value resorts and some of the other ones we'll mention are um, they're a little bit further away from the other um, universal resorts. So, like, Cabana Bay, it's a long walk, but you can walk. Uh, yeah, we took the bus. You can, you can either take the bus... Or you can walk. But I've done both. I've walked. And, yeah, if you eat a big meal and you just want, like, a little extra exercise, it's not terrible. Right. Um, so just know that those value resorts are a little bit further. You still have shuttles that are going to get you to all the parks. Um, but you're going to have basic um, value amenities. But what I do love about those resorts is they have family suites. Got it. So you can fit more people. You have a big family. Um, you're going to be able to fit you know, six people in there and have a little kitchenette and a little bit of spread out. Room. But if you're doing that, then you're no longer cheaper than the mid-level hotels then, I guess. Or, or, I mean, they're not giving you the suites for the same price as a regular room, are they? Not for the same price. But when you figure that for that size family, typically you'd have to buy two rooms, gotcha. you are saving money. Gotcha. Um, and right now the prices for those are really, really good. Um, I've, I've booked some of uh, Surfside. Good. Um, and it looks great. So then you've got um, Cabana Bay, which they consider prime value. Um, I don't know. The difference is really it's a little bit closer. But it's their mid-tier. But um, they don't – it's not – it's hard to say. It's not really mid. They gotcha. have sort of more categories, let's okay. just say, than Disney's. Um, but you have Cabana Bay and Aventura, which is new. It's kind of a tower. Um, I – we toured all, we didn't tour, um, of course, Surfside because it wasn't built yet, but we toured Cabana Bay and Aventura. Aventura. Basically, um, what, what they told us is it was sort of set up for millennials. <laughs> like, it has, um, it's very technology-based. Um, you go in your room, you have a, an iPad where you can look things up. And the decor is very interesting. It's very plain. Um we toured during Christmas, and every resort, like Disney, had a, their own tree. Well, theirs was just like a plain white tree with nothing on it. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is super interesting. The pool is... Um, <laughs> the, they, they couldn't commit to decorating it. I, I guess. Commit. I'm I making know. fun of myself because technically um, I'm a millennial. I don't know. So the pool is shaped... Like, uh, oh, what are those called? The fidget spinner things? This is the Aventura? Oh, no. A fidget spinner? Yes. Yeah. That's, That's just what it's called. Yes. It's shaped like that. Um, and then they really have... interesting. Yes. And then they have several bars. So really and truly, um, when we were there, the Universal Rep is like, okay, so basically this is set up for older, your older millennial generation. Not super kid-friendly, Um but it's it's a little a little blah, a little unique. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Why did they? Blah. Okay, I, that. I, but I will say, yeah, Cabana I, Bay was was wonderful when I was there. I will. Let's add this: Universal caters to a little bit older audience. Yes. Well, That's older true. meaning not not like uh, elderly. No, no. They older, go older child. They go for the teen, yeah. older teen college well, crowd, big time. Mm-hmm. Well, you can see that just in their Halloween party. Yes, 
Well, and they're oh, getting yeah. it. They're they're doing well with that. We need to hit group. the Halloween party before we end. But, but yeah, let's touch back really quick on Cabana Bay because yeah. I love. I thought the decor 50s at Cabana. Yeah, it's very vintage. It's yeah. really well done. Um, and I'll just mention that one of the things I love about the Universal Resorts, and this is a little thing, but it's to me it's kind of big, is they all have their own Starbucks inside the hotels. Which I absolutely love. Because, <laughs> um, you know, you need to get a Starbucks drink mm-hmm. before you hit the park. Mm. Um, so I love that. And um, I don't know about the newest ones, but all the other ones, Cabana Bay on up, have their own, all have big fitness rooms. Like super nice workout rooms, which y'all are like, why would you care? But nope. there are people that care. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's people that if they take a day off of the parks, they want to go to the gym and then they want to go to the pool. I looked for one on our last vacation, and we didn't have one. Oh. I didn't know that. Mm. Sorry. It was your last vacation, a Disney vacation? <laughs> yes. Oh. Wh- and where did you stay? Popsitry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. You can I, got a, I got you good exercise jog. going and looking for it. Yeah, you can jog around the lake. Coronado's yeah. got one. <laughs> Uh, and then you got the preferred hotels, the the top level, right? Well, hold up. We're not there yet. Oh, so okay. there's there's also what they would consider, what do they consider, a premier hotel? What? No, there's preferred. Hold yeah, on. Preferred. Sapphire Falls is a preferred. Um, super nice. Um, it's got, um, you you can take a boat to the parks. Would they um, consider that a moderate? Is that what we're saying? It's considered, yeah. it's price-wise a moderate Basically, there's but there's different. Yes, you stepped out for a moment, but there's oh, okay. several different tiers. But yes, um, but at Sapphire Falls, you're not going to get the express passes included. So gotcha. you get a lot of amenities, but you don't get that. And then Premier, of course, is what we mentioned is Royal Pacific, which I feel like is themed somewhat similar to like the Polynesian. You know, you get hmm. the Pacific theme. Um, and then you have Hard Rock and... Also, Portofino. Um, so those are kind of the the rundown. And, and Portofino would be like the the biggest, bestest, nicest, or not? It's the closest, right? It, no, actually, technically, the closest is Hard Rock. Ah, um, you can actually walk in. You can walk from all of them, but it's the shortest walk. Um, and they those top three are going to have water taxis as well to get you. To City Walk, and then you just walk into either park that you gotcha. want. And City Walk is like the old downtown Disney. It's the uh, shopping. Yeah, area. restaurants, shopping, a little shopping. It's not as much as uh, Disney Springs. but It's fun. It's, it's very fun. reminiscent of the way Disneyland setup is, where you can go from Universal, just the studios, two islands of adventure, and back and forth. Okay. Do we feel like we've talked about the hotels enough? Do you yeah, feel good so. about that? I think yeah. we're good. So what about the difference between the two parks? A lot of people want to know what the difference is between Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios. Anybody have any strong feelings about what the difference is between those two? You know, it's been a few years since I've been to Universal. But there was a time that I frequented Universal pretty good. We're pretty good. I don't know. Pretty often. Uh, pretty often. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> uh, what I remember between Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios is Islands of Adventure was more of a thrill park. You had several several roller coasters there, and uh, and then Universal Studios was it was almost more like movie rides. 
Yeah, and what what's changed is is this, and I would say the way I would spin it is this: you know, Islands of Adventure is more themed out. It is it is more like a Disney park. It's it's got areas like it's got the Marvel area, and then the old cartoon area, and then the Jurassic Park area, Doctor Seuss area, mm-hmm. and I think that's it. Or the, then they had the Harry Potter area, which. And then there we're, used to be it was like an Atlantic. Yeah, Simpsons is yeah. Uh, Simpsons is actually at the, at the other one. At the other. Um, so then you have right? Isn't that right? I don't. Is remember. the Simpsons, Simpsons still there? At the studios. Simpsons is at the studios. Yes. And so at the studios, it looks like it, it's different. It, it the buildings aren't themed out as much. They're brick buildings. It's like uh, they're they're just the insides are themed more than the mm-hmm. outsides. And so at at the studios, they have – back when Islands was first built, it was definitely the thrill park because you had Spider-Man and Hulk, which were the two premier rides in Orlando. I mean, they dwarfed any Disney ride. Spider-Man was so cutting edge for its time, and Hulk mm-hmm. was a great roller coaster. Disney had nothing that could match that. And But now they have built the Rip Roaring Rocket and uh, the Mummy. Are both at the studios, and those are those are thrill rides too. In fact, the the, the Mummy Rocket is pretty. Both of those rides are awesome. The Mummy is awesome. I remember the Mummy. I the don't Mummy is a great ride. Rip Roaring Rocket is new since I've been. And it's, it's uh, the awesome. coolest thing about that is being able to choose your own song as you're as you're on it. And oh, that's fun. Yes. And you can also do you know the the cheat on it? No. You can. You can put in a code, and you can. They've got other songs, like oh, they've got like a, secret songs. They've got secret songs. Oh. So I listened to Freebird the last time well, I was on. The can we give our listeners is, that secret code? Uh, you I can forgot Google what it. it is. You can Google. Google My it. problem yeah. is, I need more time. Yes, I agree like, with you that. You do not have much time. So if you know you're going to go on there, it would be to your benefit to like Google it and find out. Be ready. Like, what's What's the the secret songs? What so choo- you know what song what you do you want. usually choose? I don't know because I get really nervous when it's my time to pick, and I'm like, "Oh, I don't know," because I only get one shot. Sabotage um, by the Beastie Boys. Oh, that yeah, used that's to always a great. Be my go-to. I love that one, but I've also done some Black Eyed Peas songs <laughs> and some whatevers. Like, yeah, Black but I, I have done ZZ I Top. Love, give me I all love your Beastie loving. Boys. I've done that one several times. And- I don't know, but I, the thing about it that I just want to say is I just need a couple more seconds because I get really nervous and I want to pick a good song. <laughs> well, and I'm, if I'm riding with one of the boys, because Brewer loves it. And Brewer just can't get enough of that ride. And I have to pick his song because he can't do it. And I never yeah. have time to get to my own song, so oh, I always yeah. have to go to the default then. But, man, it's yeah. a great ride. What is the default? Uh, I can't remember. Is it The Dance by Garth Brooks? <laughs> <laughs> no, that would that'd be awesome. <laughs> Please no, don't I hope, no, I hope you dance by No, but just so you know, so you get in there and there's you can pick a genre of music and then, you know, several different many different options pop up. So it's like you don't have very much time. You need to know before you go in there either what genre you want or specifically what song you want. Okay, we've got strategy. We've got several things left to talk about and I don't <laughs> want this to get really long. But let's talk about Harry Potter, which is the highlight. The highlight of the thing. Give me just, uh, give me one highlight of Harry Potter. I don't know why I'm doing this in my hand. You can't see that. Give me one highlight of Harry Potter for everyone who has been. Uh, the I thing that one. I remember the most 
was just being able to go and order a butter beer, and it was fantastic. No, you stole mine. It's the one thing. Well, I, had. I figured I would be. That's why I said it first. <laughs> I don't remember anything else by Harry Potter. So let's have a quick <laughs> chat. What's your favorite version of butter beer? Frozen or non-frozen? Frozen. Frozen. Okay. With but salt around the room. I'm just gonna tell you, I've had them all. Oh, just wow. for experimental purposes, of course. Yes. And if it's cool out, the hot butter beer is where it's at. Really? Oh, it's so good. Yes. They didn't have that when I was there. You have to go into a certain place to get it. You have to ask around. There's a bar area. I know exactly where you're talking that about. That you can go in and get You can it. also get a you thing called Wizard's your... Brew there. Oh. Which have you tried that? No. Off the record. Are these all no. are these all non-alcoholic? Off, off the record. Or do some of these have alcohol? Like because the one I had was alcohol free. But it's yes. yes, the butter, butter beer, beer as was mine is non-alcoholic. But I did one time ask, "Hey, how comes?" And they said, "Oh, we get asked that all the time." Well, the Wizard's Brew is not non-alcoholic, gotcha. and I, a friend of mine so told me it has quite a kick. A, gotcha. So <laughs> it's a. Uh, well, the uh, the thing I was going to mention was you've got the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Potter at Diagon Alley. That's the one at Universal Studios. And then you've got the one over at Islands of Adventure, which is the Hogsmeade. If you had to choose between Hogsmeade or the Gringotts slash Diagon Alley area, which one would you choose? Mm. You can only do one. That's tough. I, I'm going to say, is, is the one that, that's hidden, the one that where the entrance is hidden, is that Diagon Alley? That's, that is Diagon that, Alley. That, I like Diagon that's Alley. Okay. I, I, like, I like the hidden entrance, uh, and I like the, the fire coming out of the Do you room. have to take your shopping cart in a... <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. No, but that. that's on the train. Yeah. You okay. can get Stephanie. a picture of yourself going through the yeah. platform nine and three quarters. What do you think? Which one? Hogsmeade. I agree. I love it. Um, I love, I like Forbidden Journey. And it's got more rides. Yeah. It's got more to see. It's got more to do. I like the, I just like the overall ambience of it because I feel like you're like, well, both of them are great at feeling yeah, like you're great. in the middle of the story, but I don't know. There's something about Hogsmeade I like The better. thing about Universal is they finally hit something that's got a mythology. And we've talked about this a lot. And I don't think a lot of people understand this with amusement parks is if you hit on a mythology that you don't have to change that lasts for generations mm -hmm. that they finally got that with Harry Potter and Disney missed out on that. I mean, well, I, I, I'm curious and I, I, it doesn't matter, but I would, I'd be interested to know how long their contract lasts with Warner brothers for this. That's a good because, question. You know, and I wonder how long their contract lasts for Marvel with Disney because those two things disappear, and your park is worthless. So I'm, I'm sure they have some kind of clause in their contract that they continue it indefinitely or for some huge. Amount I'm not of time. sure. I, you know, but there, that would be those two things are huge. But their other properties aren't so bad, and that kind of leads us into this next question or this next comment. You've also got uh, at the studios. You've got the Despicable Me ride. You've got the Shrek ride. You've got Transformers Men in Black. Now those properties aren't as hot as Harry Potter, obviously. But Despicable Me and Shrek, those are properties that are that are okay. Those rides, mm, yep. there's. Let's let's do that. Well, That's a good tie into this. Okay. What are the not miss attractions? The at Gringotts Universal? Bank, the the one at the bank. Forbidden Journey. It, well, let's just say let's go we'll park listen. to park. If okay. you're going to Hollywood Studios, what are? I said it again. To Universal <laughs> Studios, what are the can't miss attractions at Universal Studios? Just the studios. Uh, Rip Roaring Rocket. Mummy. 
the mummy. You almost sounded like you said mommy. Mum, <laughs> mummy. Mummy. Yes. Mummy. Mummies. Mummy. 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 I don't know. It's been a while. When I was a that's kid, a- Back to the Future, but it's not there anymore. <laughs> uh, well, that's that may be the problem. Is they j- there's just not enough can't miss things there. And then you go over to Islands, and what's can't miss? I mean, Hulk, Spider Man, fantastic, and the two Harry Potter rides that are back there. Okay. Uh, I was going to add because you you were asking the the can't miss what to do in sure. The, so I would say my girls did the wand selection thing. That is nice. All experience was really fun. It is fun, and but it they, also can cost you forty bucks. They bought the wands. <laughs> that's right, one each. Where it's got a little like, like a remote control sensor like you have on your, on the old TVs, and then you could move the wand a certain way, and things will happen in, at the gift shop windows. And so we really enjoyed that, and that was a lot of fun. And I thought it was worth the money, though it was not cheap. Yeah, we we did that before, and I, that was the our best experience ever with Universal customer service was that uh, Brewer set his wand down, and we walked into a shop real quick, and we came back out, and somebody had stolen it out of his oh. out of our stroller. They stole his wand, and we went and told Universal, and they gave us a new one. So that was our. Great. I was surprised by their that good customer service. Okay, yeah. uh, uh, we, let me throw this in there really quick. Go ahead. So, just a tip that I've I've gotten from Ollivanders. If you want to be the one, because there's a little show involved. If you want to be the one that, you know, they choose to um, to choose your wand. Um, a lot of times, if you're wearing a Harry Potter T-shirt, or if you get one of Universal's birthday buttons and that type of deal, a lot of times they will choose you to do that. And that's kind of a really neat experience. Or you could just ask, you like I did. <laughs> that's <laughs> <But> it, true. <laughs> yeah, we, we got chosen, and it added to the fun, for sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. So I'll just throw that in there. Wow, okay. I wish I had Tips from asked, Todd. <laughs> just ask just to be ask. enough. Well, I, it cost well, me 40 that bucks. That was a mistake. Because yeah. then I felt bad about not buying the wand that I was chosen um, to ooh. to buy. Oh, so it wasn't your kids you were asking for? No, it was me. Oh, okay, was sorry. Amanda right. and I just hilarious. went in there. for your kids, but uh, okay. Well, <laughs> thankfully, there was only like six people in there. And there You're was no so kids. Cool, Todd. We, I went on an agent trip. And one of, <laughs> that sounded like trip? I said Asian. Yes, an agent trip. Okay, thank you. And one of the girls with us was a huge Harry Potter fan, and she had never done that experience. So we we were the only three in line. It was late at night, and they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna let we're gonna choose her." And we got in that room, and the guy was dead on, and he was not gonna leave character for anything. And I got to laughing, and we got in trouble basically oh, in no. the wand shop. Yes, wow. we almost got kicked out of Hogwarts, um, but it was so fun. It's it's fun. It's fully immersive. They're, yeah, they're not. You gonna, know what they're missing? No. Yes, yes. I know, know exactly what, what you're going to say. What? A sorting hat. Yes. yes. Why don't they have a okay. sorting hat experience? I had this conversation the other day with my kids. Why do they not have that? It would the, be so easy to do. It makes zero yeah. sense. I don't know. People would line up. Yes. To yes. be sorted and then do by it the again. Sorting hat. And then they do it again. They oh, could, I don't like what it said. I'm going to go again. What? They could totally make perfect. some money on that too. Like, okay, buy. The scarf that you yes. get sorted oh, into. Yeah. Or, what are they yeah. thinking? You know, whatever. I don't know. I've always wondered that. What are you? Me? I have done a candle. Oh, I've done a candle <laughs> that you burn, and it said I was Gryffindor. 
I have done the. Potter um, doesn't everybody want to be Gryffindor? No, no. no, 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 no. Todd, Todd wants to be. Slytherin. I, I have no done way. the. Um, oh, what is it? The studio tour uh-huh. in California. Yeah. Warner Brothers studio tour. And they have an actual, they do have a sorting hat. Oh, wow. And it said I was a Hufflepuff. That doesn't surprise me. All right, Randy. Excuse me. <laughs> well, I, I will make a quick addition. And I know we need to be wrapping it up. But just to say, if you are the world's biggest Harry Potter fan, there is an experience in London where they were filmed where you can go and be on and around all the sets. And they have butter beer there. And they have all kinds of cool stuff. Which I will be doing on the 18th of this My daughter said was the best day of her life. Oh, that's Based on your recommendation, that's the whole reason we're going. I I, I didn't care lick about it. Yeah, but you told me it was your daughter's favorite. It was the best day of her life. Do they have a sorting hat there? Not that sorts people. Oh, okay. Okay. But they do have a broomstick you can ride. All right, well, let's get on with it. we got to talk about Halloween Horror Nights because that's a major thing. And if you're going from September to uh, in October, you need to be very aware that Universal's Halloween festivities are a little more macabre than the Disney Halloween experience. You need to be ready for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will yep, close terrifying. the park. and Yes, and I would say if you're going in the season of fall and winter in general – that Universal closes earlier than a lot of Disney parks. And part of that is due to Halloween Horror Nights, but part of that also is just due to they just close a little bit earlier. Lower crowds. Yes. The, so that is a the warning on their website, you know, should maybe be read. Event may be too intense for young children and is not recommended for children under the age of thirteen. So I mean that's a big deal. No costumes or masks allowed. Yes. So it's it's actually also not recommended for me. I don't I don't personally I don't like scary things. I don't watch scary movies and I don't do haunted houses. I did way back and finally I've reached an age where I was like, why am I doing this? This is stupid. I don't like it. So all that to say, I haven't actually experienced the Halloween Horror Nights. And I don't have a desire to, Mm-mm. but there are people that love it. Mm-hmm. There are people that buy, you can get a, a season pass, a scare pass, and go over and over and over to it. Yeah, I think if you're a person that likes haunted houses, you enjoy that kind of thrill, I think you would enjoy it. I mean, you can tell just by their billboards what kind of night it's going to be, what kind of party it is. And it is, it's a lot different than, than Mickey's Not So Scary. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I feel like I need to speak before Shelby because he keeps saying things that I want to say. I was going to talk about the billboards as well. <laughs> um, but if you're driving down, I mean, if you look at these billboards and you're like, oh, that looks awesome, then you probably would enjoy it. And if it makes you want to run and hide under your bed like <laughs> it does me, then you probably should stay away because they're really intense. Like, they show a lot of scary detail even in their advertising. I think. How much so, is it for that, like, that night? That's – yeah th- – that was what I was going to get to. If you buy tickets at the gate, it's one hundred twenty dollars. Wowza! But if you right. but you don't go all day. You just go for the evening. No, that's the that's for the evening. But if you get it, uh, and it's an add on. If you get it online, then you save fifty two dollars. It's sixty eight dollars. Oh wow! And so there again, you can also buy the express passes because they'll have not every ride will be open during the party, but the major rides are open. Do they shut down, Doctor Seuss? Please. I'm pretty so. sure they. I'm pretty <laughs> well, sure. The Halloween Horror Nights is only yeah, at the studio. It's only right? at. Yes. Yeah. So that will, that will definitely be shut down. 
Yep. <laughs> for the night. Um, but, yeah, so you can add on. You can do all kinds of stuff. And basically they have seven or eight haunted houses every mm-hmm. year, and they're themed differently. And some are – like last year they had a Stranger Things haunted house. They had an It haunted house. They'll This year they've got an Us haunted house. So they, they're themed out really neat. They're different areas. And they've got meet and greets with famous horror celebrities. I think they have the Killer Clowns out this week. The characters at at Universal are also different. They've got your Marvel superheroes are out. They also have famous cartoon characters, like you can meet Betty Boop and Popeye. And Hello Kitty. Hello Kitty, which is weird. (laughs) It is weird. Very random. The Trolls characters you can meet. But what's really actually cool, and not really my jam, but... You can meet the Transformers. Yeah, you can, and they're really good Shrek characters. The Scooby-Doo gang. We met the whole Scooby-Doo gang last year. That's fun. Including their van. They do not look necessarily like the Scooby-Doo gang. And then... uh, For our older listeners, Beetlejuice. Yeah, he He kind of like snuck up on me. (laughs) Doc Brown from Back to the Future still comes out. Which He he came in and ate with us. (laughs) We were eating in a little place, and he came in and sat down with us. It's a it, the characters there are very different. Well, and you know you got all your superheroes too, which they will do um, in this, uh, what is this Islands of Adventure. You can they'll have a little parade, mm-hmm. and they're like all out there. You can get pictures made. Um, if you like um, the Who, the Whoville characters, the Whoville characters, which, oh, you know, like the, the little, characters? yeah, the little who, you know, the Who's, all the Who's from Whoville. Ah. Um, they're out. They're, they're a little out for, for the horror nights. Or are they? Well, <laughs> it is a little bit scary, but no, they're out for the regular time. All right, we needed to talk about what there was another thing that we needed to talk about about Universal. Now I can't remember parking. We never touched on parking. What's the parking situation out there? So you have to pay for parking. Are you talking about if you stay on site? You have to pay per night for parking. Um, they Universal has been doing this pretty much the whole time or for a long time. And then Disney, of course, just added that on recently or fairly recently. So um, I don't know the exact cost, but it's a tiered system. So um, Yeah, and if you visit, it's, isn't it $20? I'm, I'm pretty sure it's $20. For coming over there and parking. I don't know anything else that we need to touch on. I thought there was something else. Well, I would mention um, that there's a lot of great restaurants that you can yeah, go the, to. Yeah, it was the eating that I was that I hadn't um, If you want to go to a nice dinner, my favorite is Mama Della's. It's in Portofino. It's fabulous Italian. And Mama actually will be there. She is there. And she is adorable. And in the... What about in the parks? I'm about to talk about that. Okay. Hold your horses, All okay? Right. I'm just trying to give Horse date night options first. Hold up. <laughs> so then each resort has some really, really good sit-down restaurants. Um, if you want to go to City Walk, you have options there that are like going to be more like quick service. You're gonna There's a Moe's, Burger King, um, we ate at the Panda Express. One, whatever that's called. Um, Bubba Gump. Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. Um, but so really there's good. so there's quick options for like sandwiches, burgers, stuff, and then there's sit down um, like Bubba Gump and um, there's um, cowfish, which I love. It's fabulous. It's burgers. There's also and a, is that a steak cut it's in the shape of a trout and sushi, but they also have burgerushi. But there's also the donut place over there that people voodoo donuts. Yes, they freak out about that. Yes. Um. I don't know. Uh, yeah, they have real different little flavors, some with like cereal toppings, and it's fun. Um, but people will line up at mm-hmm. 
all hours, especially in the mornings, to get those. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of eating options. But I would say in the park, I mean, I think you want to hit up the Harry Potter spots. So you have three broomsticks. And then you also have the Leaky Cauldron. Um, so those are both two really good um, options with theming. Um, there, Mythos is a, a nicer sit-down restaurant. Right. has a great... Uh, view is that the one that's um, kind of uh, mythological yes. water? That's what we ate. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, and it's good. It's neat. Um, inside, it's got carvings of statues. And well, they stuff. advertise it as what it yes, won uh, amusement theme, park. Yes, th- uh, theme park best re- theme park restaurant. Which I'll, one I year? Sort of wonder. Yeah, oh, it's one year. But it is. It's just pretty good and a nice kind of cool place to sit down and have a meal. I'm trying to think if I had to have a reservation. I think when we went, it was in the middle of summer, and we did not. Yes, you're supposed to, but I think you can walk up a yeah. lot of times. Yeah, and, I don't. The dining there is not is a lot different than Disney. Like Disney has made their dining a, a cottage industry. I An mean, event, yeah. right? Yeah, it's kind of become right. a thing. But at Universal, walking up is fine. So really quick snacks. You got to have the butter beer we talked about, mm-hmm. and there's all different forms: frozen, regular, hot, um, ice cream, all different kinds. Um, so that's a definite must try. And then I think also what surprised me, they have the giant Simpsons donut, (laughs) which is really actually really good. Tasted like a big donut. But it was good. (laughs) Like, I'm not a huge donut fan, but it was good. I'd rather have that than the voodoo voodoo donuts. Which donut's um, better, that one or the ones at Joffrey's? I think it's that one. I think it's the Simpsons I eat a Joffrey's donut every day of every trip at Oh. <laughs> we'll see. Then you can go to Universal well, and you can. Test I would love it out. to try and compare. All right. We well, I think we've covered a lot of Universal. We didn't even really talk about the rides and the attractions. I mean, there's a lot of great attractions. We mm-hmm. talked about some. We didn't talk about uh, the King Kong ride. The, uh, Universal has a lot of screen rides. I don't know if they, you, yes. yes, and I don't know if you, if our listeners understand what that is. But you know, there's the the. Uh, too fast, too furious. There's the the King the King Kong. There's the the it, Mummy is a screen ride. Both uh, two of the Harry Potter rides are screen rides. There's a lot and of that. And screen rides when you're in the vehicle and it's using hydraulics and it rolls yes. around, but it, it kind of points you at this screen and then it points you to the next screen and you roll into the next room or it points you at the left. And yeah, thanks which, for that. An abundance of that gets a yes. little old. Yes, a lot of people that have motion motion sickness issues are going to struggle. Have a hard time at Universal. Is the E.T. ride still in existence at Universal Studios? It's there, but I haven't yes. been in a long time. And it still smells like the 70s. Oh. The greatest thing about that, besides getting to ride a bike through the air, is they would say your name at the end. How awesome is yeah, that? Yeah, it didn't work for me last oh, time, the oh. name part. We made up names. Yeah, because Stephanie fun. is such an odd name. I'm sure it yeah, didn't work very well. Know, but all right, so thanks for listening to our Universal podcast, all you Disney fans. We'll be back to talking about Disney next week, hopefully. And uh, anything else anyone wants to add? I don't think so. I just want to say I think Universal is a great another trip. So if you want to take a little Disney break, want to do something a little bit different, try Universal. And if you're only going once in a lifetime, if you know if you're listening to this podcast because you googled. And you're you've got a family, and you're like, well, I want to do it all this one time and get it done. Then go ahead; it's not going to be that big of a cost. I mean, well, yeah, it is going to be a big cost, but just go ahead and do it now. <laughs> so. All right, here, so here's my question to end: We are fixing to go adults only, 
and we haven't been in like 10 or 11 years. We're there for a long time. Would it be worth leaving the Disney bubble and going over and spending some time at Universal to ride the big... See, we don't take our kids to ride big rides because they don't ride big rides. Would it be worth that to do? Would it be worth the money and the I, time? I think when you, say, when you say worth the money, the good news is you'll be able to know that in advance. You can know how much it costs per ticket and all that. If you're staying for a long period of time, again, your extra day at Disney is only going to be $12. Like yeah. It's not going to be much. But the difference between them and the average person at Disney is they've We're also done, yeah. done it all. annual pass yeah. holders. What yeah. type of what time of year are you going? December. What's the date on that? Early December, mid December, late December. Mid December. I think you're okay. I think you're okay. Too crazy. Right on that line. What's the date? I'd do it. I would prefer not to tell people when I'm leaving my house. I would go for it, especially since it's just adults. You know you're just paying for Two of you, I guess. Mm-hmm. You're just paying for two of bucks. you, so there's no loss. Like, and you know, you, you're not dragging anybody with you, so you're going to get a whole lot more yeah. done. You're going to be able to blaze through it in a one, day. One park hopper day. Yeah, to That's do what both. I would do. Yeah, and with I would, express passes. I. In December, I probably would. If there's anybody that wants to sponsor us on that. (laughs) (laughs) To hear about our experience. I would do it. But I would say this is a good chance, a good opportunity for you to do that. Yeah. Because we wouldn't do it with our little ones. I don't think it would be worth it yet. Just Uber. All right. Well. Hey. Good to know. Yeah. And that Uber is going to cost you about. As much as the 50 or 60. Well, it'll probably cost less than. Oh, yeah. you're, You're just two of you. They're not five. So it'll be it'll be quite a bit it won't cheaper. Won't be that bad. Yeah, twenty or thirty. All right, you're never too old to wish upon a star.